I'm Shreen Bhattach and you're listening to Making Marketing by Digiday. Every week I talk to marketing leaders who are changing the industry one decision at a time, be it figuring out how to move fast like a startup, replicating the virality of DTC brands, or figuring out Instagram. There's a lot to unpack. And joining me this week is Nick Woodman, CEO at GoPro. After Nick launched GoPro over a decade ago, the brand grew like crazy, holding one of the most successful tech IPOs back in 2014. There were a few stumbles, products that failed, and an overall change in direction that Nick says have left him with important lessons learned. Today, the brand is walking a line between a media company and a product. That's easier said than done. On this episode, what comes next for Nick and for GoPro? So I think that when anybody thinks kind of GoPro and they think about what the company stands for and what the brand stands for, I think there's a very specific image in the market of what GoPro is and who it is as a brand. How has um, how has it changed over the over a few years? I mean, obviously, GoPro has now been around for a long enough time that you've also sort of experienced different ways of brand building, different things happening, consumer expectations changing. Um, walk me a little bit through kind of the journey here of marketing the brand and what's changed. Uh, well, um, I've seen GoPro as a camera that helps people capture experiences that that are amazing and that otherwise people wouldn't be able to share. And those experiences go on to really turn other people on and inspire them to do more with their life. Uh, and, and I think this is, this has been our approach to building the brand to be very high energy, to be very inspirational. I would say in the early days, um, building the brand was more up to us uh, because there weren't that many GoPros in the hands of, of people around the world. And so initially, um, you know, we had to drive awareness of this, this solution that had never existed before and get people excited about it. So that the, the brand building was maybe more traditional, more advertising, you know, classic ad based, uh, more paid, uh, brand building. But then as, uh, we, we grew, uh, and sold more cameras and, and hero cameras got in the hands of our customers, our customers really started to do a lot of the brand building for us through the, the videos and the photos that they were sharing. You know, most people don't know this, but GoPro was really founded in 2002. Our first mm-hmm. product was in, in 2004. It was a film camera that you wore on your wrist. Mm-hmm. And it, it wasn't until um, YouTube really exploded that GoPro really surged. Exactly. Uh, uh, as people started to share their GoPro videos on YouTube. And then the next surge came with uh, Facebook uh, because YouTube isn't really a social platform. But when our customers were able to capture their their experiences with the GoPro, uh, l- upload them to YouTube and then post them to Facebook, it was a lot of work. <laughs> uh, but uh, Facebook really helped uh, our customers' videos virally take off. And it's at that point that GoPro became a, um, a viral lifestyle, uh, brand that really succeeded thanks to our, our customers use of our products and, and their sharing of their GoPro experiences. And, and at that time the brand really, really took off. I think in some ways it's almost like GoPro is one of those original user generated content brands. I mean, everybody's kind of trying to make it happen now. And especially I think you're seeing the pendulum shift in just marketing in any industry now to be, well, let's let the customers tell our story. Let let the customers tell other cus- other potential customers what is great about our product um, because it's 
that word authentic. It's going to feel more real. But in some ways, you were kind of ahead of the curve because of just the nature of what the product was. What at that at that point when sort of things are really taking off and this was happening a lot and YouTube and Facebook obviously were fueling a lot of that. What was your idea of sort of where this company would go next? Um, what was your idea of sort of what building this brand and keeping it growing? Where would that go? Well, I, I, we have to champion our customers at at at, at all, uh, all all stages, and helping our customers be more successful with our product, and championing the amazing experiences that they're having. Uh, with their GoPros is at the center of what we're focused on now. Uh, it's it's why we're investing more in our GoPro Awards program, mm-hmm. um, which uh, pays our customers for their great photos and videos that they share with us. We use it in our marketing. Hmm. You know, every single, um, unless it's a studio shot of the product, every uh, piece of uh, visual marketing you see from GoPro is captured on a GoPro. Every photo, uh, every video is is captured on the product that we make, and uh, more and more those photos and videos are captured by our customers. We've actually started to license uh, some of this footage uh, with Adobe through the Adobe Stock Program. Hmm. Initially, it's it's content that we've captured uh, with our own media team at GoPro, but our our plan is to uh, begin rolling our customers' content. Um, you know, when they give us the right to do so uh, into the Adobe stock program um, so that other marketers can license these amazing visuals for their own uh, marketing purposes. And our and our GoPro community will get paid for that as well. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about kind of the genesis of, the, of this program, because it's fascinating to me because I think, again, you know, one big another big thing that I keep thinking about is sort of, again, turning your customers into your best advocates. And then we've seen kind of the rise of influencer marketing as a way to one way to tap into that. Um, what was the genesis of creating this kind of awards program? What, why did you actually decide to even have that as an option versus remain kind of a product oriented, hardware oriented company? We, we've had an, uh, a media team within GoPro since I think we started that in 2009. Okay. Uh, and we've we've produced we've gone out and shot and and, and produced some amazing uh, short videos and I think we we pioneered a a new short form of of video that's that's done really really well, um, but we found that the most entertaining the most engaging videos usually came from our customer community. Our media team was originally established to help serve as a lighthouse to to show our customers what they could really capture with a GoPro. Mm-hmm. And um, when they saw what a GoPro was capable of, they would say, "Oh, wow! You can you can do a lot more than than I thought." And that they would raise the bar. And that's just what happened. And so we recognized that well, if most of the best content is coming out of our customer community and and those are the videos that are going the most viral like we could never be as creative uh or as varied as millions of our customers out there around the world doing interesting things mm-hmm. let's stop trying to be the lighthouse uh, uh, our customers already know what to do with the gopro let's focus more and more on championing the amazing um uh pieces of content that they're creating the amazing experiences that they're having uh, the, the student has become the master, if you will. <laughs> uh, our customers are the master GoPro uh, content creators. And so we've, over the years, 
with GoPro Awards been been relying more and more on our customer community to do, uh, to wow the rest of the world. Uh, not only what's possible with the GoPro, but what's possible in life. Mm-hmm. It's just the the coolest way we can think <laughs> of growing the brand further is that this is a a brand for the people by the people. And I want to take a quick break here. If you like this podcast, then you should also check out Digiday Live, our podcast where we bring you the best sessions from our many summits from all over the world. We regularly feature conversations with media executives, including Sarah Stringer of Kara, Will Margaritas of 360i, and many, many more. Head over to iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to Digiday Live. Now back to my conversations. But be, being a media company, though, it's difficult. And obviously, there were a lot of different things that you tried that, you know, didn't work out. And sort of this, it's interesting to me when I sort of see a lot of brand, a lot of brands are doing this because a lot of brands have great content and a lot of great people that create that content. But was the idea to be to keep growing the media company versus grow kind of it as a product company? Or, and where does that go from here on out? Well, we did have aspirations to aggregate our customers' best content and then package it and redeploy that as as a media business. Um, but the, the challenge with that is that that content is already available mm. and it's free. Uh, and and as every newspaper out there has figured out, you can't you can't give something away for free and then try to charge for it later. <laughs> Right. And then and then what we tried what we tried to do was, oh, well, maybe we can make other types of content captured on a GoPro mm-hmm. and and pull that together into a um, more traditional media delivery, media media brand delivery that we can build a business off of. But the the, the reality is, is that um, what what makes GoPro related content so special isn't that it's like produced or series based or. Um, has a storyline. It, it's that it's real world moments captured by real world people doing really interesting things, and we recognize that that we shouldn't try to morph that magic into a traditional media company. We should celebrate that type of content for what it is as great, snackable, short form content that goes insanely viral, uh, is is incredibly entertaining. And does a wonderful job of authentically growing our brand uh, because it's coming from our customer community. It's just it's so real. It's 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 so authentic. Yes, it, it markets our brand and markets our products, but that's secondary uh, to the to the viewer. Mm-hmm. The primary benefit to the viewer is it's damn entertaining to see <laughs> interesting people doing interesting things around the world captured on a GoPro. I know. I mean, you could watch it, somebody jumping off a plane for sure for a really long time and it never yeah, stopping fun, and, right? Or, or, you know, or DJ a party from their perspective <laughs> or juggle a soccer ball hanging from a hot air balloon and you're terrified that they're going to drop the ball and, oh my God, it, what the ball's going to fall 4,000 feet and bonk somebody on the head. What's going <laughs> to happen and, and uh, all of these little moments that you know we, we as a company could never think of mm-hmm. uh, but fortunately our, our our millions of customers around the world are thinking of doing these things and because a GoPro is 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 so damn good the <laughs> resulting quality uh, uh, content that they're sharing is amazing and you know so in, in this way we are in the media business mm-hmm. but but the but the the way that we generate 
a profit from this amazing content is that, that we grow our brand and we sell more of our products and we build mo- bring more people into the community that are capturing and sharing these amazing experiences. Mm-hmm. And so in this way, we're virally growing our brand and, and instead of selling ads to generate uh, revenue, we sell cameras that then <laughs> further grow the community uh, and so on and it becomes this viral loop. Um, and so since we've been more focused specifically on that mm-hmm. uh, and, and building uh, cameras for doers in the world, uh, um, we're not trying to be a, a mass market product per se because those are the people that the watchers want to watch. Was know, that we, was that a change sort of that, you know, this is this is not for everybody. This is for the, the, a certain type of person and customer. Was that a shift? Was that always the case when you, you know, back in back in 2002? Was that how you were thinking about GoPro even when you just started? Or was that something yeah, newer that you yes. kind of realized along the way? From the very beginning, GoPro uh, was a solution for doers. And that virally grew the brand and got a lot of watchers to say, hey, I want to be a doer or <laughs> I do something like this mm-hmm. that that I could use that camera for. And more and more watchers be, you started buying and, and, and started contributing. And you have this viral growth of all this content that's that was getting everybody very excited about owning and, and um, sharing with a GoPro. And as we were growing the business, we lost a little bit of sight of that, that mm-hmm. we we should we should maybe be thinking more about the watchers mm-hmm. and maybe make GoPro uh, a little bit less rad and a little bit more uh, relatable and a little bit uh, easier for maybe a, an average person to get excited about using a GoPro. But, you know, as a marketer, you know, you don't market to somebody by showing them what they already do. Hmm. You, you market to them, you excite them by showing them something that they want to do, that they aspire to do, but they don't do yet. Mm-hmm. We believe, at least in, in our line of business, you've got to be aspirational. You've got to set a higher bar uh, because we believe that that human beings want to do more with their life than they're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you want to help them feel that they can do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so you, you'll notice if you pay attention to our marketing lately that a lot of the energy is back. A lot of the rad is back. Um <laughs> A lot of the sports focus is back. We, we took a lot of knocks for being a sports camera company or too radical or too extreme. Or, mm-hmm. And and unfortunately, we listened to it <laughs> and we we watered down the brand a bit. We tried to be more mainstream. We got boring and we just started to look kind of like everything else mm-hmm. uh, in our marketing. Uh, I'm talking about the paid campaigns and, and, and also the social content that we were sharing. If you... If you go back and you look, you know, since the Hero 7 launch, the types of social content that we've been uh, posting, say, to our Instagram feed has has changed significantly to be more energetic, more aspirational. And as a result, our viewership is way up. Uh, engagement is way up uh, because the mass market of watchers want to see something interesting. They don't want to see every day. They don't want to see relatable. They, they want to see, see something out of this world. They want to see a world that's more exciting than the one mm-hmm. that they're living in. And it's our job to help them realize that they can join that world. They can be more active. And if they watch the GoPro uh, feed on Instagram or on, on YouTube or on Facebook enough, they'll see enough other people living that life that they'll say, eventually, many of them will say, you know what? 
<laughs> I see all these other people living really cool lives. I'm going to live a cooler life myself. Absolutely. Um, on that note, I actually wanted to, I did want to kind of talk a little bit about the million dollar challenge because I think that that's sort of emblematic of the new approach or the old approach coming back, um, whichever way you want to put it. Um, tell us a little bit about sort of how, how that idea kind of started. I mean, it's, you know, this is going to be the creative campaign and you're going to sort of give the reins over to your users and they can get paid for it, right? Right. Well, with every launch, we've had an epic uh, launch video that um, is typically shot by our media team Mm -hmm. um, on our new camera. And it's this epic piece that celebrates uh, the pursuit of of passion and you know, features pro athletes and, and influencers around the world doing amazing things. And, uh, we generate, you know, 20 million plus views per each of these videos. And it's, it's, um, highly anticipated by our, our community with hero seven black, our new flagship. Uh, we realized that, uh, with its, um, gimbal like stabilization we call hyper smooth we we basically built the performance of a three-axis gimbal into the camera itself which is the major breakthrough innovation for for hero 7 black we realized that that our team was getting such amazing footage so easily with this camera that um, our customer community was going to be really successful with it and that their footage was going to look as good as what our media team usually captures um Hero 7 Black makes it really easy to, 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 mm-hmm. to be a, like a pro filmer and get great results. And we thought, you know, if we really are a brand that's built by our customer success with our products and their shared mm-hmm. content, then this year we should have them shoot the launch video for us. And we should, we should put our money where our mouth is and recognize that, that it would be so authentic, such an authentic expression of how good the camera is if – our customers shot it for us and to really make it exciting, we should, we should pay them for it. So we came up with the idea to, to pull together a million dollar pot that mm-hmm. would be shared by, um, our customers who are, whose footage is featured in the, in the launch video. And it's been extremely well received. Uh, we have over 15,000, uh, submissions already, uh, by far and away the, the most successful, program like this that we've ever run and the 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 experiences that our customers are sharing with us are staggering and look amazing and i think this is going to be the best launch video we've ever had and did it yourselves and you took that and now you're doing that stuff how does is that kind of the going forward approach that you're thinking will mark how the company markets itself in the going in the next year as well because i do think Absolutely. we're because we're seeing a lot of this right we're seeing a lot of kind of let's not rely on you know having lots of external ad agencies and lots of external people let's have the people who know us best our own employees and our users drive our brand and our brand building for us and it's definitely sort of the drumbeat across every industry that at least i'm observing absolutely uh, I mean, the, the the amount of social engagement that authentic customer videos and photos generate, um, it, it, it's so much higher than any of our own internally produced efforts. Um, because, again, I think that um, the watchers of the world really love to see other people, doers, doing really interesting things. 
and it, the, if it's produced, they want to watch Game of Thrones, right? If it's, yeah. they, they, but, but, but per, these days, something produced from a, from a company, from a brand just can't help look commercial. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just not nearly as entertaining or as authentic as, as, as seeing a, a customer's uh, experience with the product or with the brand. At least you're saying it. Most people wouldn't and want to admit, wouldn't, wouldn't want to say it's, that. It's much more fun. It's much more fun too mm-hmm. for us because we're just celebrating how awesome our customers are. Um, before I let you go, resolution for 2019. Stay radical. So my mom's from from Puerto Rico, and she's a very colorful, uh, enthusiastic woman. And when I was growing up, uh, she and she would always embarrass me because she was always the loudest person in the room. She was always kind of making a bit of a scene. And she, uh, I would ask her, "Why do you do that, Mom?" And she would say, "Son, it's important that they know you were there." Make an impression. And as long as you're nice, people will like like you for it. And it's just very Latin approach to, <laughs> to, to, to life. And I think for brands, that is so true. Mm-hmm. Not every brand can be radical like GoPro. It, it wouldn't be authentic to them. But in their own way, they have to find, I believe, how to stand out, obviously. How, how to be radical, how to be different in a world of sameness uh, in a world where too many brands play it safe, um, it's, it's incredibly important to stay radical so that your customer, your audience, the watchers stay interested. So my resolution for 2019 with GoPro is turn it up a notch. I love it. Nick, thank you so much for being on the podcast. All right. Thank you very much. And that's all for today's episode. Thank you for listening. Our producer is Aditi Sangal. If you like the show, please don't forget to subscribe. Leave us a five-star review. You can reach out to me with your feedback. Tweet at me. I'm at Shereen Batek. Or, of course, email me, shereen at digiday.com. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with another episode.